Hi, my name is Luke Stair, and I'm the Community Engagement Coordinator here at First Baptist Arlington. I'm also the dad to two little girls who my wife and I are trying to raise to follow the Jesus way. This is a family talk pod, and we're glad you're here. We wanted to bring these conversations into real life, so we've invited families from our church to have conversations about how they're raising their children and their family to follow the Jesus way at home. We invited the Lehmans to come and talk about worship and scripture and how they incorporate those things into their home. So listen and watch with us now as the Lehmans talk about those things. Hey, everybody. We're the Lehmans. I'm Corey. I'm Kim. We've got four children running around behind us somewhere. Uh, So we wanted to talk to y'all a little bit about a couple of things that we have maybe failed through or figured out or are in the process (laughs) of figuring out as it relates to family spirituality. So what's the first question? Just talk about how our family worships together. I feel like that's a kind of a cheat question for us a little bit because we both do musical worship at the church. That's a lot of fun. I have to give Kim a lot of credit because she is really good and purposeful about like anytime I think we're going through something in our life, whether it's a season of like joy or uh, Ecclesiastes was really like meaningful for us because I feel like we've been through some hard things recently. You are very purposeful about kind of curating a playlist <laughs> that plays across all of our Alexa devices throughout the house. And we often just have like a bunch of just musical worship that's happening at home that's relative to maybe what we're experiencing as a family. That's true. But I think you're also really good about making sure that we're it's, it's nice to have it kind of in the background and going and just a good reminder that we're always there. But I feel like you're really good at making sure we actually sit down and take time to worship, like with our home group yeah. um, up here when we're doing that kind of stuff. So maybe talk about. Yeah. And, you know, I think an example of worship is engaging in service. Right. And so there could be musical worship. Kim and I get to do that in service to the church and in front of our kids both through home group, but here on Sunday mornings as well. But I do think that that's a dialogue we have with our kids for sure is whatever it is you're good at and whatever those skills are, like that can be used to be a blessing to other people, to bring glory to God. And that is an act of worship, right? Like you're taking what gifts and talents you have and you're returning them in that way. And so whatever it is, even if it's not musical worship, like those areas of service that you could engage in as a family is an expression of worship. Um, Okay, next question. How does our family memorize scripture together? So I think this is also kind of an easy and a cheat question because obviously, like, our biggest partners in memorizing scripture are church. Like our kids, Bethany, the other day was wanting to, when we were talking about this question, she was like, well, I have a Bible verse I can say. And it was definitely something she learned up here. We also, our kids have gone to camps where they learn scriptures. So that's been a really big part of it. But personally, like at home and with our family, um, I also like to just have easy buttons everywhere. So shocker, we have a playlist that has just songs that have are just straight scripture and so for me that's one of the easiest ways to memorize things is to like I can remember lyrics from when I was you know seven and so if we can who what artists do that like straight scripture to music well there's a lot the older old school ones are like word of God speak but then there's also seeds family worship um there's also several others um that are just really fun and you can find a lot of different ones some of them are more um more 
childlike and some of them are a little bit more older just in the type of music that they have yeah. but it's a good way to memorize scripture we also have a lot of scriptures on our walls at home we do um i remember a friend <laughs> told me one time to be really uh, particular about what you put on the walls in your bathroom because your kids are going to be stuck there for a while, so they might as well read scripture. So we have wash your hands, you sinners, in one of our bathrooms? <laughs> that one, you don't, you probably won't catch it as well, but it is a funny one. Um, We've picked our favorite scriptures and like hung them on walls, right? So Romans 8, 38 and 39 hang above our fireplace just because it's a meaningful scripture for us. And if you look at it all the time, it's just easier to memorize. Mm-hmm. And just think about like where you are and like I said, the bathroom is a big one, but I have a lot of scripture that's like over the sink where I do my dishes. And it's just a good way to keep it in your mind and continue doing that. And we've tried to incorporate a lot of scripture just as things come up. So, you know, over the past few years, we've had various members of our immediate family, including myself, who have had just anxieties. And so having those scriptures that we can point to that, oh, these are things we can remember as we're dealing with anxiety, like do not be anxious about anything. Um, And we can go over those with our kids and with ourselves. It's honestly something we can kind of learn together. And it's a good reminder for us, like we don't have to be anxious because we serve a God who's bigger than all of that. And so, and we have a Bible study leader too, who has the little note card booklets that you can do a whole booklet on scriptures about anxiety or fear. And then you just have them there handy. And so, especially for our older kids who can read, that's been really good. Yeah. And having that ability to just kind of recall a scripture as it pertains to that certain circumstance, right? Like the easiest scriptures for me to memorize are ones that are directly applicable to like my life or something that I'm experiencing right now. But it is helpful, right? Because I was talking about people pleasing with my sons <laughs> and Galatians 1.10 is a scripture I've had memorized for years. And being able to recall that I think also maybe demonstrates like the value of memorizing scripture, not just having it around, but showing mm-hmm. our kids like this is something that is beneficial for us. Yeah. The reason we memorize scripture is because when we're in those moments where we need to have something rely to rely on, hmm. we can go back to that because we've already built it. And it's kind of like, I don't know that this is the best thing for our family to talk about, but building a muscle that the more you exercise it, then when you're actually in the race, that's when you can use it. And so scripture memory is the same way. You're going to need it at some point. And so we build a lot of mental muscle in our we house. We do build mental muscle in our house, but yeah, so just having those things to um, to fall back on whenever you're going through something. And it's not always hard things. Sometimes it's talking about joy and yep. love and peace and patience, those kind of things. You know, I think something that you and I have done well in our marriage has been remembering to communicate, right? Taking these concepts or these ideas or things that we've struggled with or whatever it is and talking about it. And I think it's translated well as our kids have gotten older. It's made it easier for us to sit down and have that kind of dialogue as a family too, right? So anytime we've experienced anything difficult or there was just change, maybe it wasn't hard, but it's just a changing season of life. Like we've had that ability to kind of sit down and communicate. And I think that that's going to be something that we always fall back on, right? Is that ability to just talk with one another. Don't let each other just be passing ships Mm -hmm. (laughs) in the harbor, right? But that we're actually partnered together in life we each have our own things going on and yet it's important for us to kind of be on the same page. Yeah. And I think especially as our kids get older, recognizing that those times aren't necessarily going to look the same. It's not necessarily going to be like, okay, at 8 PM on this day, we're going to talk, but there are a lot of opportunities 
that present themselves, particularly at bedtime or at other times when we're busy and we're moving and remembering like, no, we need to pause Mm. because especially when our kids are leaning in and wanting to talk and wanting to ask some of those big questions, particularly spiritual questions, that's the time when it's like, man, I'm tired, but okay, this is an important conversation and we can't miss it. And so um, I'm very guilty about being in a hurry. (laughs) And <laughs> wanting maybe to bypass that, but it's important to slow down and be mindful. Like this may be the only time I have this moment with my eight-year-old to like talk about this thing. So let's do it. Don't, Don't forget, forget to, to talk. talk.